0: Welcome to another episode of FOMO Monday, the snackable companion to FOMO Sapiens. And of course, we will have a brand new episode of FOMO Sapiens coming to you on Thursday. But it's FOMO Monday. Happy FOMO Monday. Best day of the week, right? And I am your host, Patrick McGinnis, venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night, and FOMO Sapiens 24-7. It's funny I say that as I'm saying that I'm thinking FOMO Sapiens or FOMO Sapien because people ask me that all the time why is it not homo sapien? but it's kind of like homo sapiens you don't say there's just one homo sapien over there you say homo sapiens because that is latin so anyway that's probably information you didn't need to start your week but i want to talk about a topic today that is a favorite of mine because it's one of those things that's actually radically improved my life and can radically improve your life if you if you go for it and it's about outsourcing. So outsourcing is something that I'm a big believer in. And in fact, it's really changed my life in a lot of different ways. My career has a lot of outsourcing in it because I have worked. uh, Part of the thing I do is I sit on board of a company and this company is a call center provider. And so we people, you know, outsource their call centers to this business. And we have employees all over the world who answer the phone when you call, companies like Apple, and so I've seen the power of outsourcing and the ability to find really amazing people to help you to do things that maybe you don't want to do or you're not that good at or you can't do efficiently, and you can bring that concept into your day-to-day life, and I'll tell you how you can do it. There is a an idea that I talk about in my FOMO book that came out last year, and I've talked about it in my TED Talk And it's about outsourcing decision-making. And if you haven't seen either of those two, I want to talk about those today because I think that they are actually some of the most, I don't know, helpful things that I've ever talked about in my career, talking about all the things that I talk about. And here's how it works. So listen, the way that I see the world, there are really three types of decisions that we make. There are high stakes decisions. Low stakes decisions and no stakes decisions. Now, high stakes decisions are things like who you're going to marry, where you're going to go to school, what you're going to do for a living. I mean, there are things that really matter and you need to you know think about them very carefully and agonize over them and all the other things that we do when we're dealing with major life decisions. It's stuff that you just can't outsource. You can get help, but you can't outsource. However, low stakes and no stakes they don't really matter. And when I say low stakes, no stakes, let me explain exactly what the difference is between the two. A low stakes decision is something that does require some thought. There is some sort of criteria. There may be financial criteria. There may be utility criteria. Like, for example, if you're buying a television, you want to decide exactly what it's going to have in terms of its its features. But it's something that, you know, you're not going to really remember deciding in a couple of months or so. So it's not, you know, where am I going to live? It's what am I going to get for a new printer? And if you get it wrong, you're going to be annoyed. So you want to get it right, but it's not going to change your life. A no stakes decision is something that you won't remember having decided in a couple of days. Like if you can tell me what you had for lunch last Wednesday and then Tell me about your decision-making process. I'd be very impressed. I can't remember what I had for lunch today. So actually, I I made soup. But it's hard for me to remember these things. So that for me is a no-stakes decision. It's something that literally no financial implications, no life implications. You're not going to remember it anyway. Doesn't really matter. The problem is that you know, of course, these are not the same for everybody. So if you're diabetic, or you have a food allergy. Eating is a really big deal for you. That's not a no-stakes decision. That is probably a high-stakes decision a lot of the time. But so you have to think about that kind of stuff. But in general, those types of things, those are the things where they don't really matter, but we spend way too much time thinking about them, right? I mean, I can think about, now that I do this, what I'm going to teach you, I don't really think about these things, but I remember myself agonizing over like, should I go to the gym and then go to the library in college? Or should I go to the library and then go to the gym? And I got to tell you, I mean, it was like, you would think that I was dealing with a national crisis. And so that's why today I am going to give you the tools and the methodology that you need to outsource your decision-making. only for our listeners at babbel.com FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, or delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. see how you'll profit with NetSuite. And with rising prices everywhere you look, you got to do the math and save money. Good news, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head over to netsuite.com FOMO. That's netsuite.com FOMO. Netsuite.com FOMO. FOMO. All right, let's get going. Let's start with no stakes decisions. Again, I just explained this to you, so I'm not going to belabor the point, but you're not going to remember it. In a couple of days, what do you do? Well, I'm going to take you back, take you back to the 90s. Some of you may not be able to go back there because you weren't around, but for those of you who were alive in the 90s, let's go back to my sophomore year in college at Georgetown University. I am talking to my friend, Francesca, and I am agonizing over, shall I go to the gym or the library in what order? And I didn't know what to do. And she said to me, Patrick, you should ask your watch. And I was like, why? What does that mean? And she said, what I do when I try to make a decision like that, which is like an either or, yes, no, this or that, is I look at my watch and the left half of the watch will be one thing and the right will be the other. And I look down at it and depending on where the little hand is that's moving, at that moment, where it is, is going to tell me what I do. So... That is exactly what I did. I said, okay, library first on the left, gym first on the right. Look down at it. I don't remember what it said, but that became a tool that I started to use on a daily basis. And I, to this day, all these years later, use it all the time. Seriously, like what to have for lunch? Should I have another cup of coffee? Should I take a nap or go for a run? I mean, you name it. And what's so amazing about it is I have never, ever gone back on what the watch said. So like, I'm not asking the watch like, you know, for like serious life advice because that would be messed up. It has to be something that you can you can easily reverse, right? But I have never in my entire adult life gone against what the watch said. I just feel like it'd be bad juju. I don't want to mess around with that stuff. So I am not going to do it. But it has made my life really easy because, like, say, for example, I'm like, should I go for a run today? I'm like, I don't know. Sitting on my couch, I ask the watch, the watch says yes. I just get up and I go for a run. If it says no, I take a nap. And so the watch kind of just, it's outsourcing to the universe. You don't have to use a watch. You can use your phone. I also do this where, like, is it an even time on my phone or an odd time? If it's even, do this. If it's odd, do that. So it's 7.06 or 7.05, boom, done. It's really, easy. I mean, it's sort of like rolling dice, right? And so, you know, it is a wonderful strategy. I tell everybody about it that I can and people use it and it changes their life. So I want you to use it. It's really amazing. And if you use it and it's successful, what happens is like recently I had something I couldn't decide. And I was talking to my mom and she was like, just ask the watch. And I did. And I was all set. So that is the no stakes decision-making outsourcing strategy. Low stakes is the next one. So low stakes, again, is things where you have some criteria. And so this is, you know, the kind of things that I, in my own life, think about for this are, you know, restaurant reservations, food choices uh, at a restaurant, um, clothing, uh, buying clothing, which is just like, oh, it's hard. And I just never really know. Uh, when I decorated my apartment, there were some furniture things, travel—you know—which hotel should I stay at? Those kinds of things. Like these are areas where there's tons of choice, right? So you could end up in choice paralysis. You could be—I mean, think about—you go on Expedia to pick a hotel. 16 days later, you've looked at all of them. It's overwhelming. It's terrible. And so here's what I do: I outsource to my squad. Right? The squad is the group of people I know who have a passion, a knowledge an interest in a particular area and that can advise me. And I don't just say like pick a hotel and then, you know, it's like, then they're like, okay, you say the four seasons, it's only $4,000 a night. No, 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 not that. But I'll say, listen, this is my budget. This is the area I want. Can you, what do you think? Can you recommend? And somebody who really loves travel, they'll, they may just do it for you. And and so this is what I do. And let me give you a great example. So a couple of years ago, the FOMO Sapiens team said that I dressed badly they said I dress kind of nerdy. And I was like, this is not nerdy. This is this is this is very, very fashionable in the world of private equity. And they were like, nah. And so I was, I realized maybe I needed to refresh my look. And so I called two people who I knew could help me. I first I called my friend Vanessa, and Vanessa works in the fashion world. She's a superstar. Uh, she now works at a company called Zadiga Voltaire. And She just has good fashion. And she, at the time, worked for a company called Rag & Bone. And she took me shopping. And she, it was kind of like an 80s movie montage where, like, (laughs) I go in the dressing room and try something out and come out and she shake her head no. And then I try something else, she shake her head yes. But I ended up going with her and she helped me to pick out some new stuff. And it was great. And then my friend Dan, similarly, he just has good taste. So, you know, I I will ask him, I say, you know, I need a new pair of, I don't know, a new pair of boots for the winter and he just knows and he'll say get these and then you know they're they're always great. And so they're my go-to's like I haven't chosen clothing in a really long time. Now I kind of have better instincts because they taught me through all their choices, but it just makes life way easier and it also helps you discover new things because sort of like okay, I'm breaking out, you know, Vanessa just took me shopping again and she chose some stuff that I would have never tried, right? It was a little outside of the comfort zone, but it's nice stuff and Seems to be going over. I'm just fine so far, and so you know, again, it's just like getting that person to help you. You know, similarly, when when I bought a new computer monitor, I asked somebody who just knows about these things, like, "What what do you think?" And sent me a list of a bunch of stuff, and I was good to go. And so, you know, I do that all the time with reservations. Like, I never pick a restaurant. I always just say to the person, like, "What do you think we should do?" And then when I get to the restaurant, I ask the server, "What are the best things on the menu?" Because I eat everything. And so, more and more and more, I've stopped making decisions. And you know what I've learned? I'm happier. Cause I don't waste my time on these things. It just, the decision gets made. I end up being really happy. And when something does really matter to me, like for example, I'm obsessive about writing. Like when I write, you know, something I want it to be just perfect. I wouldn't outsource that. I never outsource writing. Writing is so personal to me. It has to be Patrick's way and perfect and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, that's the kind of, you know, like I could never have a ghostwriter. I think I just, I would not be a happy person when I read it. So that's how I do it. Low stakes, you outsource it to your squad, no stakes, you outsource it to the universe. And I got to tell you, it really makes a difference. And the other cool thing is you can help other people. You can be their squad, right? And so people can come to you and say, Hey Patrick, you know, I, I mean, people call me for these kinds of things. Like they're like, can you help me decide on travel stuff? Cause I've traveled a bunch. And so I'm really good at advising people on where they should go on their holiday. And so that's what we do. Uh, I want you to tell me what you think of this because I think this is amazing. Give it a try and then drop me a note. You can find me at Patrick J. McGinnis on Instagram, PJ McGinnis on Twitter, and let's connect at patrickmcginnis.com. All right, everybody. I will see you on Thursday. And until then, take care of yourselves and outsource some decision-making. FOMO can enough of FOMO Sapiens? Join me on Patreon for ad-free episodes, bonus material, and exclusive content that will help you to master FOMO and position yourself for greater success in both business and life. Go to patreon.com slash FOMO Sapiens to learn more. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on LinkedIn. I love hearing from you, so don't be shy. FOMO.